0: secrets of success. What's up everybody? This is Russell. Welcome back to the secrets of success members only podcast. Uh, I got some really cool stuff for you today that I think you're going to love. So, uh, every other year I do an event called unlock the secrets that is for uh, young entrepreneurs to help them to be more successful. And, um, the last event we did, I had, man, we had, I think seven or 800, um, youth that were in this event. And we're teaching them marketing and business, things like that. But I wanted to start with like, I want to help them with their mindset help them them understand how their brains actually work. Um, And I had to do it in a way that would be fun for kids. And so as I was preparing for this, I went and bought these big stuffed animals. I bought a big, huge elephant. I bought two big monkeys. I bought a big lizard. And then um, I did this training helping them understand how their brains actually work. Now, I tell you that because obviously you're listening to the audio, so you're not going to have a chance to be able to see me holding the elephants and the monkeys and the lizard. But, uh, you know, use your imagination as I'm handing. I gave, I gave one kid the elephant, one kid the monkeys, and we kind of had some fun with it. Um, but this presentation is the first time and the only time so far I've ever uh, really taught this principle. But it helps me. It's a metaphor for how your brain works. When you start understanding it, you start seeing it. Um, for me it was very freeing so i understood like okay here's how my conscious mind works here's how my subconscious works here's how you know the reason why i fear and things are holding me back and like how they all work together and like something i'm really proud of um i think someday in the future i want to write it i want to write a book detailing this and going more deep into this concept this principle Uh, but as of right now this is the only time i ever talked about it shared about it but again it's not a perfect metaphor but it's a really solid metaphor to help you understand how your brain works uh, how to use these things together to actually be successful. So I'm calling this episode The Elephant, Two Monkeys, and a Lizard. Now, one thing to understand is the only thing keeping you guys from where you are today to where you want to be is your brain. That's it. The brain is the thing that's controlling everything. How many of you guys ever thought about your brain before? Well, that's good. I'd say probably 10% of you have thought about your brain. My goal is for you guys to think about your brain because most things you're doing in your life are happening subconsciously and you don't even know they're happening. Okay? They're happening. Sometimes it's really positive. Sometimes it's really negative. These things are happening over and over and over again. So my goal is to help you understand what's happening and why it's happening. When you understand it and you can see it, then you can change it. And that's really the big powerful thing. Okay? So this is the diagram I want to show you guys right here. This is your brain. Now there's a lot of pieces of your brain. Um, I'm going to talk about three parts of the brain. The three that, that in my mind are the most important for you guys to understand to be successful in any area of your life. If you want to be successful in sports, if it's, uh, if it's music, if it's a hobby, it's art, it's whatever, it's business, like, if you understand these three pieces of, of the mind, this is the key to understanding things, okay? So the first is your conscious mind. This, and this is an oversimplification, there's gonna be some brain scientists like, well, Russell, technically, it's, no, this is the simplification, this is how I understand it, and it's changed my life understanding this, okay? The front is your conscious mind, okay? Everyone touch your head right here, this is your conscious mind. I'm just, Nora, Nora even knows this really well. Conscious mind, in the middle is gonna be your subconscious mind, okay? and the back is gonna be your instinctive mind. Okay? So I'm going to help you guys to understand this and master. So I bought some friends along with me on this trip to help you guys to understand this. Some of you guys saw us carrying these things around when we were checking the hotel today, or yeah, uh, yesterday. Okay. So these are my friends. This is my friend, the elephant. What if I get him to hang out here? There's the elephant. This is my friend, the lizard. Put him right here these are my friends, the monkeys. Okay, we've got two monkeys here. Um, Which one of these monkeys looks more emotional, like he's got emotional problems? (laughs) Is this the emotional monkey? Is this the emotional monkey? This is emotional. Okay, that's what I thought too. So which monkey seems more logical, like things make more, like the logical monkey. This is the logical? Okay, so Inside of your mind, the conscious mind, there are these two monkeys that are in charge, okay? Buddha said that the conscious mind is like a monkey, okay? And what do monkeys do? They swing and they change and they talk and they chatter and they do all sorts of crazy stuff, right? How many of you guys ever feel like that in your brain when you're talking to yourself? You're like, you're doing this and this and it's bouncing around. And you're like, oh, I'm all over the place. How many of you guys have ever felt that before? If you haven't, you're lying. I know how our brains work, right? So we have these conscious brains that are crazy and they're moving around. Um, in fact, I'm going to come down here with you guys. Can I come down? Okay, cool down. Okay. Um, I'm going to grab. Okay, I need to find somebody. Who is like the most emotional person here? You're emotional? Okay, you're going to be the emotional monkey. Is your mom emotional or is she more logical? She's more logical. Okay, you need to hold of the logical monkey. Okay. So we've got these two different monkeys. Um, actually, do you guys want to stand up so you can, everyone can see the monkeys? I want to talk about what these things are. Okay, so if you look at the picture up here real quick, so the monkeys are our conscious mind, right? And we have these two monkeys that are that we're, ha- we're always sitting here and having this conversation with. Okay, all day long you guys have, have conversations with yourself, and there's these two voices talking back and forth. Okay, there's an emotional one right here, it's very emotional, and there's a logical monkey. We both have these. Now, typically as kids we have our emotional one's a lot louder. As adults usually our logical one's a lot louder. In fact, check this out. i want to show you something cool. Hopefully this hopefully this uh, test will actually work. Okay. How many of you guys know what Twinkies are? Okay, I'm going to show you guys the battle be- in your mind right now, between the two monkeys. Okay. Alright. And then little Debbie Brownies, these are amazing too. Okay. When you see Twinkies or Brownies, what do you think? Talking to the microphone there. <laughs> I would think Twinkies. Pull this way, I would do Twinkies. Do Twinkies, right? Do you, yeah. want, it? Do you want to eat a Twinkie? Yeah. Is that a Twinkie or a Brownie? I would do Twinkies. Do Twinkies? Yeah. Why? What do you like about Twinkies? Because, um, uh. It's... They're good, right? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're so good. I love the frosting inside, and they're so soft. And my favorite thing this is this trick for all you guys. This is the, if you learn nothing else from the vet other than this, this is the key. If you go camping, instead of bringing uh, hot dogs or s'mores, they're lame. Bring Twinkies. You put them on the thing and you roast them. It's literally the greatest thing in the world. The outside gets all crunchy. The inside gets all warm and oh, Anyway, okay. That's emotional. Russell's monkey being like, "This is amazing." Okay. All right. So, me, yeah, I got a question for you. When you see these, when you see these, what are your thoughts? Um, preservatives. Preservatives. What else are you thinking about? <laughs> uh, stay away. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> you think about the calories, like yeah. 280 calories <laughs> per Twinkie. That's insane. If I eat three of these, I'm done for the week, right? Okay, so this is emotion versus logic. It happens every single day in our brains, right? We see the Twinkies, and all of a sudden our emotional monkey's going like, Oh my gosh, I want a Twinkie. That's so good. And our logical brain is like, Wait, hold on. There's preservatives, there's calories, like, Oh my gosh, the sugar, water, like, and it starts freaking out. But then your, your, your emotional brain is like, But it looks so good. Like, we need that. So our emotional monkey starts going back and forth, and we have this battle on our head back, and forth, back, and forth, back, and forth. Have you guys have ever had that battle before? Yeah. Every day, yes. Okay, these are the two monkeys that are there. Okay, and this is our conscious mind every single day they're having this battle back and forth. Now, what's interesting about the conscious mind, the way it works, it asks questions. Okay, so it says, oh, should I eat that? Oh, that looks really good. Oh, how many calories does that have though? Oh, but if I eat that, I can work out later. Or, but, and then it starts asking these questions back and forth. And that's how our conscious brain works, the two monkeys in the front. Okay, so it's emotion versus logic. Well, I understand we have this constant debate between emotion and logic. Emotion and logic is happening every single day. Okay? When you guys come here, you get an idea for a business, or you want to lose weight, or you want to do an, like, whatever you're doing, you have an idea. Your conscious mind sees that thing, it's like, I want to do this thing. And you get excited and emotionally, you're like, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden, your logic brain's like, ah, oh, but what if I fail? What if I do this? What? And all of a sudden, it goes back and forth and back and forth. Okay? And we had this debate happening in our head all the time between emotion and logic. Okay? So that's the first thing we need to understand. That's your conscious mind. So everyone touch your head and say, your conscious mind? That's happening in the front here. Okay, this is, what, this is the part of your brain you're actually familiar with. You hang out with the thing every single day. Sometimes you love it, sometimes you hate it, but it's there all the time, constantly going back and forth, back and forth. Okay, so that's the, that's the conscious mind, the monkeys. Okay, now what's interesting is the conscious mind only has five ways to get information and get data. Okay, the kids probably know this. you guys know what the five senses are? Okay, what are the five senses? Name out one of them. Touch, taste, sight, sound, Smell. Okay, so these are the five senses. So your your conscious mind, those two monkeys, can get information through those five different sources. Okay, and it's pretty powerful. But that's all. That's the only thing they have at their their disposal is those five senses. Okay, so if you want to go and do something, right? You want to be something great. You got to think about it with your brain. These monkeys go back and forth. And you're like, okay, I got to find out how to do this. I want to be good at business. I got to think. Okay, where am I going to find the answers? Okay, can I see it? If I see it, i got to read a book, or I'm going to redefine it, or I'm going to hear it, I'm going to listen to a book, or I'm going to taste it, I'm going to smell it. But our five senses are what is giving these two emotional monkeys all the information they need. Okay? Now, your conscious brain also gives you the ability to start thinking about what you want to do. Okay? How many of you guys have ever asked yourself this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> okay? I'm glad that the adults say saying yes, too. I literally have this conversation with myself probably every 60 days. Like, What do I want to be when I grow up? Like for a long time, I wanted to be a wrestler. So I was like, I want to be a wrestler. Okay, if I'm gonna be a wrestler, what am I gonna do? And I start thinking, start figuring out how to do that. Right, consciously going after a thing. Um, after I got into wrestling, I was like, well, I want to, I want to start a business. And so I started thinking about that. That's what I want to be when I grow up. And then I'm like, oh, I want to write a book. Oh, I want to do an event. Oh, I want to. So I started thinking about things. Right, but this is something you should all be asking yourself every single day. Even if you're a kid, if you're old, it doesn't matter. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay, my kids told me one time I'm the least mature adult they've ever met. So I'm still working on it. I still know I want to be when I grow up. Um, it keeps changing. But the first question you got to think is like, what do you want to be like? What is that thing you actually want to do? Who here knows what they want to do? Not that many. How many of you is like, I'm not really sure I'm here trying to figure that out. I don't really know what I want to do. Can okay, we think about this? Um, this is Napoleon Hill. Again, he's my favorite author. And uh, he wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. And in this book, he talks about the concept of you can think and actually grow rich. How many of you guys like to just think and then grow rich? Good. It's not that hard if you start learning how to think. So we're talking more about that. But one thing he said, he said, there's a quality which one must possess to win, and that's the definiteness of purpose and the knowledge of what one wants and a burning desire to possess it. Okay? So, for all of us, if we want to be successful in life, the first thing we have to know is number one, what? Let's say. First, we have to know a knowledge of what we actually want. The question mark. What do you actually want? Have you thought about that? If somebody asks, like, what do you actually want? Like, what's your point? Like, what are you here? What do you want to do? So many people ask, like, I don't know. i just here. I go to school. I hang out. I do something. You have to know what you actually want, right? Otherwise, you're just kind of drifting around. Oh, there's a word drifter. You're just drifting and drifting, okay? If you want to be driven, you have to be driven towards something. I have to have a goal. I have to have a direction I'm going, right? Okay, so first thing is, like, what do you actually want? And after you know what you actually want, the second thing is then you have to have desire to actually want it. Okay? I've had times in my life where I was like, I want to lose weight. That's what I want to do. But I didn't have any desire to do it. So guess what didn't happen? I didn't lose weight, right? I got in this, like, I got into drifting. I just hung back. I didn't do it. It wasn't until about a year and a half ago I was like, I am tired of feeling tired all the time. I need to get in shape. I need to figure things out. And I figured out this is what I want to do, what I'm going to do. It. This is the time. And I had a desire enough that I actually went and made the change in my life to go and have success. Okay? Business, same thing. Wrestling, same thing. Everything I was doing the same thing. For you guys, this question I want you guys to think about is so what is it you actually want? And not just like, oh, that'd be nice, oh yeah, that's cool. And like, no, you actually desire, like, I want that thing so bad, I need to have it, okay? So, that's what I want you guys to think about. In fact, we're gonna do a little assignment right now. I want you guys to figure out what is your definite purpose, what is your goal, what is the thing that you actually want in life, okay? And it could be I want to start a business, it might be something else. It doesn't matter to me, okay? Uh, some of you guys, it could be one of these goals right here. So this is the awards we have inside of ClickFunnels. You guys know we have the Two Comma Club Award, which means you make over a million dollars inside of a funnel. The gray one's a two-comic club X, I meaning you made over 10 million in a funnel. We have two-comic club C, which is 100 million. A bunch of people got that one. The one on the left-hand side, there's a the two-hard award, which means you gave a million dollars to charity. And I think we've had three people have won that so far. So maybe that's your goal. I want to give a million dollars to charity. How many of you say giving a million dollars to your favorite charity would be like the coolest thing in the world? Yeah. It's like one of the most fulfilling, exciting things. When Matt was talking about income versus impact, like making money is really cool because you can give a lot of it away. And like you do that, like it is insane how good you feel for something like that. Okay, some of you guys' goals athletics. For me, for a decade and a half of my life, this was my only goal. I wanted to be a state champ. I wanted to be a national champ. I wanted to be an All-American. Like, I had these goals, and that was the thing for me. So that was what I really wanted. So my question for you, I want you guys to think for a minute, like, what do you actually want? Okay, and I want you guys to dream a little bit. Because maybe you're like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I'm capable of that. I understand that. Like, I get nervous too. But what is it you actually want? I want you guys to think about that and I'm gonna have you write it down. So I'm gonna give you guys three minutes, put some music on, and think about in your life, and this is not what your parents want, not what somebody else is like, what do you actually want? Because we can go and get it. Whatever that thing is you want to get, we can get it, but you have to know what it actually is, okay? And we can tweak it or change it later, but for right now, what is it you actually want? What's the next thing, your next goal, the next thing? Who wants to share with me what you actually want? Over here. Okay, so what I actually want, I wanna to go to Johns Hopkins University okay. and medical school, and also I also want to get a ragdoll cat because I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. she got two things she wants. Yes. <laughs> awesome, thank you very much. Who else wants to share what they want? Give her a round of applause, by the way. She knows exactly what she wants. Most people don't know what they want in life. Okay, who else got something? Any other kids want to share? Okay. Okay, what do you want? I want to be an engineer. Yeah. Ooh, let's okay. be an engineer. Give her a round of applause, you can be an engineer. Yeah. Awesome, bud. Okay. Over here. here. Yeah, she got it. It was your daughter. I knew she'd be fine. <laughs> a, a dog that's small and it's all mine. A dog that's small is all yours. We already have a dog, but it's not mine. What, do, what are you going to name it? What are you going to name it? Um, fluffy. Fluffy, girl. <laughs> okay, let me ask you another question. I'm going to ask you a follow-up question. Can you throw my slides back up again? So after we know what we want, then the second question is, why do you actually want it? What's your motive? Have you ever watched um, TV and they have like, murder mysteries where uh, someone, someone dies and like, we have to, we, they find a suspect, but, Like, what's the motive? Why did they do this? We need to know why they did it. So for us, we know like this is what we want, but the second question we'd ask is, well, why do we want it? So why do you want your own dog? Because I really like dogs and I just think they're fun. It gives me something to do when I'm bored. Very I cool. can just play with my dog. <laughs> I love it. Okay. That's your why, I love it. Ken, thank you very much. All right, who else wanted to share what they, what, they, what they want and then why do you want it? Okay, I wrote a list of what I want and then I condensed it. I said create videos, photos, capture and share moments and then I condensed it to I want to do what will fuel my passions, make me feel inspired foster and foster connections with amazing people. Very cool. Give round of applause. All right, see so one more over here. You, all right. So what do you want, and then why do you want it? Um, I want to be the best soccer player on my team because I really like soccer, and really no one in my family will play with me. Oh, very cool. Give a round of applause. My daughter's a soccer player. Ellie will play with you. So we got some soccer players. OK, so this is the key, you guys. If you don't know what you want, you can't get it. I promise you that, it's impossible. That's called drifting. Like, I don't know what I want, I'm gonna watch Netflix. I don't know what I want, I'm gonna go eat some food. I don't know what I want. Like That's the way 98% of the world is functioning right now. Do you understand that? By you deciding this is what I actually want, guess what? You're ahead of 98% of the people in the world. And the good news is they can change, right? I wanted to be an Olympic wrestling, uh, Olympic wrestler for a while and I didn't reach that goal and I changed it. It's fine, you can change your goal. It doesn't have to be the same thing, but you have to have something you're moving towards, driven, not drifting. Okay, if you have something you're moving towards, that's how you can change your life, you can change other people's lives. but It all comes off of a direction. Okay, so you gotta think of that all the time, like, what is it that I want, and then why do I want it? Why do I want it? Because if you don't know why you, you want it, it's gonna be hard to actually do it. Okay, you have to know why you actually want it. Okay, now we're moving down to the next, the next step. So we've got these two monkeys. Now these monkeys think that they're in charge. They're, 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 they, abs- they assume that they're the ones in charge. Right? So for all of you guys in your conscious mind, you're doing these things, you're like, oh, my my mind's in charge, I know what I'm doing, and you think you're in charge. But guess what? I'm gonna ruin it for you. You are not actually in charge. I want you guys to imagine, really quick, these two monkeys, this is your conscious mind sitting on top of this huge elephant. And these two monkeys are riding the elephant, okay? So here's our elephant. Look at this guy. So here's the elephant, and the elephant wants to go somewhere. So he's walking down. Can I borrow one of the monkeys? I'll give it back, I promise. Okay, so the monkey's here, and this monkey is riding this elephant, okay? And he's riding the elephant along, and what happens is the monkey's like, oh my gosh, I want to, and it said, I want something, I want to lose weight, I want to make money, I want to win a two comic club award. And he gets all excited because it's emotional, right? It's like, ah, I'm going to win an award, this is going to be so awesome. Right? Signs up, buys a coaching program, whatever, gets all excited. And it's like, over there, I'm going to go over this, and we're going to win an award. And the, and the monkey's looking over here, I'm going to go this way, and go this way. But then the elephant's like, doo doo doo, and it starts walking in the other direction. The monkey's like, no, go over here, over here, over here. The elephant's like, I don't go over that way. This is the way I go. Okay? This right here is your subconscious mind. And this thing is actually what's in charge. As much as the monkey thinks he's in charge, he's not. The monkey cannot steer the elephant. He can't shift it and move it. Okay? So the monkey right here is your subconscious mind. All right? Who here wants to hold my monkey? I mean, my elephant. My elephant? Let's see. Let me put it back here. Okay. You hold the elephant for me? Okay. So this elephant, <laughs> it's huge. Josh. Huh? We, we should get a chair for the elephant. I'm still in somebody's chair. There you go. Okay. So this is the elephant here. So you're in charge. So the elephant represents your subconscious mind, okay? So check out this elephant. If the elephant lifts his leg a little bit, it looks like a brain, right? Like there. Boom. Did you guys see that? So there it is. There's the elephant. Lifts this leg up. Boom, it's a brain. This is your subconscious mind, okay? Now, if you look right here, first talked about the conscious mind, the monkey's in the front, and then the subconscious mind is this middle thing right here, okay? And I want you to understand how the subconscious mind works, okay? Subconscious mind works through patterns, okay? So if you think about this, when you were a little kid, some of you guys are little kids now, but I think all of you guys have mastered this. How many of you guys remember when you were a little kid, and it was the very first time your parents gave you pants? They give you pants like you put your pants on and you're like, okay, you're like how do I do it? And the emotional pump monkey's like, I want some pants, this is amazing. And then the, the logical one's like, Well, what goes on first? So I put the left leg in, the right leg in, like, I don't know. And you start thinking through it, and then the monkey's like, Okay, put the right foot, leg left foot, and you do it once. And you're like, Okay, now I put my now I know how to put my pants. Next day you wake up, right, and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna put pants on again, how do I do it? And you're like, Okay, well, yesterday I put right leg, left leg, right leg, left leg, and you're consciously thinking. And you do it another day and another day, and eventually you do it again and again and again. How many guys remember putting your pants on today? Okay, like two people. Scott remembers nobody else, okay? (laughs) Okay, how many of you guys know that if you would go and watch it, you put, when you put your pants on every single day, you put the exact same leg in the first time every single time? Okay, the reason why is because these monkeys consciously decide, I want to put on pants, they did it so many times over and over and over again, it it, it created a pattern inside your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is like, cool, I got this, pants on, and it plays the program, just goes and does the thing. Okay, and it just happens magically. Same thing is true when you're in the shower. How many of you guys shower in the morning, you get out, and you dry yourself off with the towel, and you don't even think about it? Okay, tomorrow when you shower, I want you to stop. and When you get out of the shower, notice what you do with your towel. Okay, you do the exact same thing every single time. You, you either dry an arm, and a leg. There's some pattern you've developed over the last however many years you've been alive, and you do the exact same thing every single time, time in and time out, over and over and over again. Okay, For the first time, these monkeys are like, oh, I'm wet. How do I drive this thing off? Like, oh, well, I'm gonna get a towel. What should I do first? Like, will do your arm first, then the next arm. You keep doing this, and eventually, you do it so many times, it creates a pattern, and just happens over and over again, okay? Your parents know this, by the way, when they drive. How many guys, um, you go on a long trip, and you start driving, and next you know you're home, and you're like, I don't remember anything that just happened, right? You've driven home so many times, it's a pattern. Your subconscious mind has figured it out, okay? So our subconscious mind creates these patterns. And the patterns look kind of like this, okay? This is a tractor. Now, I'm in Idaho, and we don't have farms like this close to me, but people always think we do. Somebody, we had an event in, in Boise, and the, one of our friends asked if there was going to be a tractor that picked her up from the plane. She assumed that's what Boise looked like. So this is not, we actually have like streets and buildings and stuff. It's very, it's very nice. We um, have a tractor, right? And a tractor goes out, and they start, it starts like plowing the field, right? It does it over and over and over again. And the right-hand side here, what are those things? Who knows what those are called? Ruts, right? And the ruts get deeper and deeper and deeper. And after you do it five, ten, twenty, thirty times, eventually the ruts get so deep The dude who's driving the tractor could let Garrett go the wheel, and it would just drive because the wheels are stuck in the ruts, right? It gets you exactly where you need to go. Okay, same thing is true for us inside of our minds, is that there's these ruts that we get into that just, they snap back to them, and we go back in these ruts. Now, sometimes these ruts are really positive. Sometimes they're really negative, okay? And so what we've got to figure out is, like, what are the ruts? In fact, if you look at this, um, call this ruts, or we call them habits as well. Okay, there's two ways that habits are, are developed. Number one is they're environmental. That's how you spell environmental. So that means it's like, you didn't plan on it, it just happens, right? There's a whole bunch of things you guys do in your life right now that just happen. Sometimes they're positive, sometimes they're negative, but they're just happening because you've been doing them for so long in your life. How many of you guys have something in your life that drives you crazy? You're like, God, why do I keep doing that? I don't want to do that, but I keep screwing up the same way. I keep doing the same mistake. I keep doing it over and over again. You're like, why do I keep making the same mistake? It's because somewhere you have this pattern, right? And I draw this Napoleon Hill calls it hypnotic rhythm, so it's like this pattern, like, a, like a, these ruts that you get into, and it's hard to get out of them once you, once you get into them, right? The second way you create habits—the um, second way is you actually create them, right? You figure out what they actually want. So an example of this is uh, in sports. How many guys are athletes in this room and done, done sports? Okay, so the only sport I'm really good at is wrestling, so I'll use another wrestling analogy. But when I started wrestling, my coaches would go and they would teach me a move, right? And they would consciously teach my two monkeys, right? Okay, Russell, here's the move you're going to do. And they would teach me to move, and my monkeys would be like, okay, how does it work? And I figured it out. And it's in my conscious mind. And then we would practice it. Okay? So you go to practice, you drill things, right? You drill over, and over, and over, and over, and over again. Every day you go to practice, it's like, same thing, get in our stance, inside control. We shoot the same leg, we get lower, like, we practice the same thing over, and over, and over again. And we do it as many times as we can until it becomes a pattern, okay? In fact, uh, how many, there's a... Uh, it's one of Malcolm Gladwell's books. We talk about the, the 10,000 hour rule, right? Like to become amazing at something, you gotta do it 10,000 hours. After 10,000 hours, it becomes so deep inside your mind that you're just perfect at it. Okay, so in wrestling, what would happen is we would practice the move over and over and over and over again. And then we get in a wrestling match, start wrestling, and all of a sudden, someone shoots on you. I don't have to think, like, what am I gonna do? Right? This pattern's my subconscious mind, and, and my pattern knows, like, hey, move your leg, or snap them down, or you're gonna do this kind of thing. And it becomes part of who you are. Okay? So our job is to train our subconscious mind, to train, to create the patterns, create the correct patterns so we get into ruts to actually help us as opposed to the ones that hurt us. Does that make sense? Okay? So that's what our mind is. We've got to create these patterns and create these routines um, over and over and over again. Now a couple of things that are interesting. Um, how many of you guys have ever heard the, the saying that practice makes perfect? How many of you guys believe that? Okay, you've got to be careful. So I see this all the time with my wrestlers. Well, we'll have a, a practice, and we'll teach them a new move. Like, this is the move, now let's drill it. And we drill over and over and over again. And the kids will drill it wrong, over and over. They drill it close, but they do, they're in a bad position. They do this wrong thing. They drill it 10, 20, 30, 50 times incorrectly. After they're all these times wrong, then they get to match, and they try to do it, and they do it, they do the move, but they do it incorrectly, and it doesn't actually work. Okay, so practice does make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Okay, so you have to figure out, like, what is the thing you want, and then practice it over and over and over and over again. Okay? How do you guys think that I learned how to start a business? I didn't just go and start a business. People are like, oh, you just built ClickFunnels. That's really cool. No. If you look at the history, okay, we had launched hundred, I think it was 137 funnels that I had launched before we ever launched ClickFunnels. 137, okay? Back in the day before we had ClickFunnels, it took two or three months to build one. Like it was constantly for a decade, decade and a half of doing it over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Okay? Now, every funnel we create, like, I, like we're, we understand how it works so well. Like, we don't fail anymore. Like, I know exactly what funnels going to work, what funnels aren't going to work. We do the correct things. And it's just because it becomes such a pattern, such a habit. Okay? So for you guys, that's the key is we have to understand that, like, our goal is these, these uh, conscious mind to start training our subconscious mind so we get better and better at whatever it is we want to be. Okay? So as you guys talked about your goal, right, I want to talk about what are the habits you have to create if you're going to be successful with that. Okay? So let's do this. We're going to give you guys three minutes or so to write this again. First thing we want you to look at is you have your goal, right? So let's say your goal is—let's say your goal is you want to be a state champion wrestler. Okay? All right, so that's the goal. That's the thing you want to do. And why do I want to do that, right? We know the why. This is why I want to do it. Now it's like, what are the the habits I got to create? So I know if I'm going to be a state champion wrestler, there's a couple things, right? I have to start—I have to wrestle. So what's that going to look like? I'm going to wrestle five times a week for three hours, and that's the thing I'm going to do over and over and over again until I get that as a pattern. Okay, I know I need to get my cardio, so I'm going to do my cardio. I'm going to run in three times a week. I'm going to do uh, lifting weights, right? And these are the three or four things I'm going to do to create a pattern and create a habit that's going to stick. My kids are laughing at how good my handwriting is. It's amazing, right? <laughs> so that's what you guys do is look at what is your goal, and then what are the things that you have to create? What are the habits you got to do? Okay, if you're going to be successful, it's not like, oh, I have an idea. I'm going to be, a, I'm gonna be a, a gymnast. Oh, I'm going to a, start a business. You say, I'm going to set a business, and then these are the habits I'm to do over and over and over and over and over again, okay? So I want you guys to do your best to think. You can ask your parents if you need to, like, what are the habits? Because your parents probably know what habits you need to create to get the goal you actually want, okay? So let's put some music on for five minutes or so, and I want you to think, like, what are the habits i got to create to be able to actually achieve my goal? I want to re-explain something real quick to make sure you guys are getting this, because this, if you understand this principle, it literally can change your life forever. And I'm going to show you guys one other secret that is the coolest thing pretty much of all time, if you're cool with that. Are you guys okay with that? I don't have to share the last secret. I can keep it to myself. Okay. So again, this is how the brain works, right? We have these, we have emotional logic out here and we have our five senses. We have our five senses that are gathering data for us and doing things. So we're going out there figuring out what do we want. We're we're studying, we're learning, we're reading, we're figuring things out in our head. And then from that, we have to go and start creating patterns. So then we practice over and over and over again. We start creating these, again, Napoleon Hill called it hypnotic rhythm, but these patterns inside of our mind that are going to get us to what our goal is. Okay, we practice over and over and over and over again. Now, a couple of things. um, I want you guys to understand, like, when you compete in sports, if you compete and you're competing with your conscious mind, this is where you lose. Have Have you ever heard of an athlete who's like, when they're playing, like, we're in the zone, I'm in the zone. Right? You have so much success. When you're in the zone is when you're not consciously thinking about it, when it's all happening subconsciously. Okay? Now, I had a chance last month to wrestle at a tournament, and it was really, really cool. And my son, Bowen, came with me. And um, this is actually a negative story that's teaching positive principles. this is why I went through it. So I go out there, um, I'm wrestling this guy, and uh, first period, I go out there, I'm excited, I'm like, I've been practicing, I've been training, like everything subconsciously is figured out. I walk out there to wrestle, I shake his hand, and I start going. I'm wrestling, 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 I'm beating him. Do you remember what it was? It was like 9 to 2 and it, in, in uh, freestyle, 10 points, is tech fall. So it's 9 to 2, about to beat the guy, and all of a sudden, some flurry happens, I like get hit in the face, boom, and my eye splits open, blood's pouring down my face all over the mat, it was amazing right? And I was like, this is awesome. So they go and they clean it up, and then they can't get my blood thing to stop bleeding. It took them like five or six minutes. and They ended up like wrapping tape around my entire head to get my eye to stop bleeding and everything. And uh, I went out there after I got wrestling, and we shook hands again. And guess what happened in that little five-minute thing? My mind went from being subconscious to all of a sudden conscious. Like, okay, I got to win. What am I going to do? I started thinking through all the things I needed to do to, to actually wrestle them. And then what happened, Bowen? I lost because I was thinking I was thinking. When times of competition happen, you can't be thinking, right? How many of you guys watched Top Gun the movie? Did you notice in Top Gun like 500 times, like, stop thinking, stop thinking, rely on what you know, right? Because you practice. If you put in the time over and over and over again, you step out there, you have to stop thinking and let your subconscious mind take over because your subconscious mind is powerful. It's the thing that will make you win in sports, in business, in anything. If you're consciously doing it, you're going to struggle, Okay? So practice. We consciously say, okay, I'm going to practice. I'm going to learn this thing. I'm going to do it. And you practice over and over and over and over again. Perfect practice makes perfect. It becomes a pattern. After it's a pattern, then you have that thing. Right? The reason I'm able to come out on stage and start talking, I don't have to consciously think about this stuff. Like, I have some slides and outline, but I start talking because I've been talking about this so many times. Like, for so many years, like, the things start appearing and showing up when I need them. Okay, so the same thing true for you guys, these things have five senses come in here, but this is where you win. This is where you become the best in the world, whatever it is you want to be. It's by by training your subconscious mind and making these things patterns. Okay, now here's the real cool secret. This is like one of the most amazing things. I told you guys before that the monkeys have these five senses, right? Now what's cool about this is you can go with these five senses, you can figure out most things, right? With sight, I can read things, I can read books, I can read stuff, I can learn a lot. With sound, I can hear things, listen to audio books, I can learn a lot taste, smell, touch. Like, we have these cool things. But sometimes I can't find the answer with my five senses. Right? And as you guys get older, you're going to have to learn this more and more and more. And so what's amazing is your subconscious mind has this thing. And I'm going to do a dotted line. And it's called the sixth sense. Have you guys seen the movie The Sixth Sense? This is not what I'm talking about. This is not what you talk to dead people. This is not the sixth sense. Um, so Napoleon Hill calls... Um, he calls the, the sixth sense um, tapping into, uh, what does he call it, Unlimited con- or, uh, if, yeah, infinite, the infinite mind, infinite, uh, infinite intelligence. Infinite intelligence. So sixth sense is literally God, okay? There are times when you cannot with your five senses find the answer to something and the only way to get the answers is through your sixth sense, okay? How do we tap in the sixth sense? There's different ways. Some people do through meditation, some people do through praying, but if you want to find answers you can't physically find it with your senses, the only way to get that is externally. Okay? And one of the most powerful things you guys, if you can learn this, it's so cool. When you're stuck on a problem, or you're stuck on something, you can't figure it out. If you will say a prayer, or you will meditate, you start thinking about it and then forget about it, step away for a minute. That's when the, the sixth sense can speak to your subconscious mind and give you ideas. How many of you guys have ever like been stuck on a problem? You can't figure it out, you can't figure it out. And then you get in the shower, and you're showering and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. How many of you guys have ever felt that before? Okay. This is the reason. Before you're sitting here with, the, with your conscious mind trying to figure out, trying to figure out, and it's not available. It's not to, like your five senses cannot find the answer. So we're trying, we're trying, we're trying. We can't find the answer, and so we break away. We get in the shower, and these monkeys, we like stop talking. Ah, like, and you like go out of your mind, and all of a sudden, boom! God, sixth sense, whatever you want to call it, this gives you the intuition. We call it sometimes, like gives you the idea. Okay, and so this is the key to understand that, right? It's so one of the most powerful things you do is before you go to bed at night. Ask questions. Like, what are the questions? What are the things you're stuck on you can't find the answers to? And nine times out of ten, you wake up in the morning and the idea will show up. Okay, it talks about the scriptures. It says, Knock and you shall receive. Ask and you shall, shall be given unto you. He's not talking about like, like ask for a car and God's going to give you a car. He's saying ask questions and we'll give it to you through your sixth sense, into your mind. Right? And that's where these ideas will come to you. Let's keep start understanding that. Okay? All right, so we talked about two parts of the brain. We talked about the conscious mind, the subconscious mind. Now we're talk about this is the one. This is the one that messes most of us up. This is the one that makes so many people become drifters. And it's back here in the back, about this area right here. And you guys can you all touch back here? Okay, it's called your instinctive mind. It's called uh, the limbic system. This is the instinctive mind. Now instinctive mind right here is where fear comes from. Okay, and that's why I have my little friend the lizard to show us. Now what's interesting about this, this part of our brain, it was actually developed to help us with a lot of things, right? Like when you were born, you know you're born with two fears? Okay, you're born with two fears. So this is, your, this is your body. Inside your body, you're born with two fears. Who knows what the two fears are you have when you're born? One of them is falling. So even when you're a brand new baby, the fear of falling. What's the other one? Loud noises. Loud noises, Loud noises okay? So when you're born, those are the only two fears you have. That's it. Okay? And this, those fears are here inside this lizard back here. And they're back there. Like some, something like you start falling, like, be scared. You're like, oh, I'm scared. We hear loud noise, like, oh, be scared, be scared. But then, what happens is like you're you're six months old, a year old, and then your mom sees a spider and she starts freaking out, screaming, ah! And also, your brain's like, I'm scared of spiders, I'm scared of spiders. And all of a sudden, adds this next thing, like, oh, we are also scared of spiders. And then, like something else happens, right? Oh, I'm scared of, I'm scared of a bear coming and eating me. Oh, I'm scared of. We start adding these fears, but we start with just two. Okay. Now, these fears are actually, for the most part, good for us because they're keeping us alive, right? Okay, now there's two parts of this. The other side, we have our body that this, this lizard trying to protect us so we don't die. We have this other thing inside of us called our ego. Ego. Okay? And this lizard also is there to protect your ego. It does not want you to feel bad. Now what's crazy about this lizard, this lizard is evil. Okay? This lizard speaks in absolutes. You know what that means? You guys remember Star Wars and Darth Vader's fighting at the end and You go, only cis deal in absolutes, okay? An absolute is an absolute thing. So how many of you guys have ever been trying to do something, and in the back of your head you're like, you're not smart enough. Absolute. You're dumb. You're gonna be embarrassed, don't do it. This is gonna be hard for you, this is gonna be scary, right? This is this lizard back here. Not only is he trying to protect your body from dying, he's trying to protect your ego from dying. So he's gonna keep talking to you, and talking to you, and pecking at you. And he tells you things about yourself, not because he cares about you, okay? This thing is amazing. It doesn't tell you what happened, it tells you how to feel about what happened. Okay? It's back there in your mind. And all of us have this thing, okay? And this thing causes more people to slip into drifting and fear and scared than anything else, right? I can tell you before we walked on the stage, I was backstage with my wife, and my kids were back there, and you hear noises, and everyone's cheering, and Brent's back there, and my kids are like, I don't go up there. I'm like, I don't either. Like, I'm scared too. Like, I still, to this day, get so scared every single time. I'm like, my head's like, Russell, you're not ready, you're not worthy. It's not okay. What if they don't like you? What if, they, what if you talk too fast? What if they can't understand you? What if, what if, what if, what if? Okay? This thing mocks me as much as it mocks all of us. We all have this. Okay? But we have to understand this is the thing that's there to protect us, our body. It's good to help us run from bears and from spiders, right? But we have to be able to turn it off when it's talking about our ego. Okay? Our ego is the thing it's trying to protect. So let me come over here. I have too many things in my pockets. Okay? So our body, when we had falling and loud noises, and eventually started adding spiders and things like that. And our ego, Tony Robbins says, the two things that all humans fear, number one is that we're not enough. Number two, if we're not enough, we're not going to feel loved. Okay? And so that's the thing this thing right here is yelling at us and talking about us over and over and over again. Okay? And it's protecting, the ego's protecting our status. Do you want to be yes. my lizard friend? Okay. He's kind of mean, but you can tame him. That's the goal. Okay? You can tame him. Alright. So... These are the three parts of the brain. You just have to understand they're happening every single day. When you start understanding how they work and how they work together, it becomes really, really powerful, okay? Um, I think I had a couple of things, uh, other things I want to talk about lizard. Let me look at my notes real quick. Um, I told you, okay, yeah, so fear speaks in absolutes, um, and fear's number one goal is to pull you from driving. It does not want you to be driven. It's scared to death. What if I try this thing and I fail? What if I try this thing and I mess up? What if I try this thing and I get embarrassed? What if I try, it? so it's trying to pull you away from being driven and make you become a drifter. Okay, and it's very, very, very efficient. This thing as 98% of people in the world are drifters, right? So we have to understand that. So we talked about earlier, talking about there's faith and there's fear, right? Here's the picture, we're here on the elephant and we've got a choice every single day, faith or fear, faith or fear. Okay, and the lizard's like, don't do it, you're gonna fail, it's gonna be hard. You've tried three diets this year, don't try another one, you're gonna fail again. You've tried a business, you've done three funnels. Russell said one funnel away, you've done three. Don't even try it, like why would you try it again? It's so embarrassing, you look like an idiot, right? Like don't go step on the wrestling mat like you're wearing a singlet, it's embarrassing, you lost last time, you lost this guy, like all the fears, like this thing's trying to protect your ego over and over and over again. But by protecting your ego, it's destroying your life. You have to understand that. So we have to learn how do we turn this thing off because I do not want to move forward in fear. Nothing good comes to you, to your family, to your life, to your legacy, to anything if you're moving forward in fear. And that's what this lizard wants to do, wants you to be in fear. So you have to come back and say, okay, stop, stop talking to me. I need to move forward in faith. The monkeys on the front, they are faith. They want you to move forward. They set a goal. I want to win a two-comic club award, but you're dumb. But i see even on stage. I want to win one. Yeah, you're not smart enough though. But like all these people, I see kids winning, other people winning it. Yeah, but you're just not that good looking. You're not good on camera. You're going to be, you're going to be, you talk too slow. You talk too fast. Like a million things. It's going to try everything you can to keep you from being successful because it wants to protect your ego. There's a really good book called Ego is the Enemy. The ego is the thing that's gonna destroy all of us if we're not careful. It's the thing that keeps us complacent, and it keeps us as drifters, okay? And as a drifter, you can't change people's lives. You can't change your own life, right? So how do we step and say, I want to be driven. I need to turn off this voice in the back and follow the thing I want, okay? So these are three voices in your head, you guys, and they're happening every single day, right? And so you have to become conscious of that, right? How many of you guys are sitting there and you're having these conversations in your head and you're so nervous, you hear all sorts of things. You're like, where is this coming from? Okay, this is how you know. The monkeys right here, they always ask questions. Okay? Should I do that? Should I not do that? What does that look like? Okay? If it's a question that you're hearing in your head, it's the monkeys. They're the ones trying to figure things out. They're searching through things. They're reading books. They're studying. They're learning. They're, they're here right now paying attention to everything I'm saying, listening stuff. Okay? The elephant is hearing through the sixth sense, right? The sixth sense is quiet. It's not loud. It's not yelling at you. The sixth sense is like, hey, you should go help that person. Hey, here's an idea. Hey, here's something really cool you could do. Right? It's quiet. He just talks once or twice, and that's it. Then the back here, that voice is absolutes. It's bad. It's trying to protect your ego. It's telling you why you're not enough. Why you're not okay. Why if you screw up, you're not going to be loved. It's trying to protect you in a way that's messing you up. Okay? It does not want you to be successful. It just wants you to be safe. Right? If you're safe all the time, you can't stretch. You can't grow. You can't change. Okay? So number four uh, is faith. What voice do you need to learn how to ignore? You have to learn how to ignore this. Okay? So I want you guys to again, we will take two or three minutes. I want you guys to write down the voice that you hear. Like, when you have an idea, like, you want to accomplish a goal, what are the words you hear, the negative words that you hear in the back of your head, okay? They're different for everyone. Could be you're not, you're not, you're not ready, you're not worthy, you're not smart enough, you're not old enough, you're not, you're too old, you're too young, you're too fat, you're too skinny, like, it could be a million things, right? I want you to write down two or three of the things. Every time you say, I'm going to accomplish this goal, what are the things you hear in the back of your head that keep you from doing it? And I want you to actually write out the phrase, you are not enough. You are not like whatever that thing is that you're hearing. I want you to write that down real quick, okay? Who wants to share with me one of the fears you hear in the back of your head that drives you nuts all the time? tell us? It's gonna take so much time. Ooh, okay. Say it again. One more time. Say it again. It's gonna take so much time. It's gonna take so much time. How many of you guys have ever heard that in the back of your head? Oh, guess what? It's not just you. Does that make you feel a little better? Everybody's got the same thing going through our heads. Okay? What's interesting about this voice is it's not very creative. It's telling most of us the same thing. You don't have time. You aren't ready. You're not worthy. Good. Thank you. All right. Who else got one they want to share? I heard my name. You can't do it. You can't do it. Oh, who here has ever heard that one before? Who hears that one a lot? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Who else wants to share with something? Yeah. I am too small. I'm too small. Thank you. Who's ever heard that one before? Too small, too tall, too short, too fat, too slow, too fast. All of them, right? It's over here. Too much. Yeah. The other people are going to do better. Ooh, the other people are going to do better. Good. Okay. I wanted to share that because I want you guys to understand that all of us are hearing the same voices, right? And they're loud. I'm gonna be embarrassed, or I'm scared. I see my kids all the time. Say, oh, I don't want to do this. That. I'll be embarrassed. I don't know if I want to do that. Right? It can be scary. Okay. So for all of us, just so you know, we all have that. Like even me, like Russell. People are always like, you don't still get scared to go on stage, do you? I'm like, I get scared to death. I get scared if there's five people. I get scared if there's five thousand people. Like it scares me as much now as, as, as ever. Like those voices don't go away. We just have to learn how to turn them off and start, stop paying attention to them. Okay. So if you look at like the goal of this whole thing with your brain, this is the goal. Number one. Is you have to calm this lizard down. You have to learn how to say, No, I'm not listening to you. I am good enough. I am smart enough. I am tall enough. I am short enough, like whatever it is, right? You have to calm the lizard. Number two, you have to learn how to guide the elephant. And number three, that'll get the monkeys where they want to go. That's the goal with our brain. If we can figure those things out, like, okay, the monkey say, I want this goal. I'm going to go accomplish. I'm going to make money. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be an engineer. I'm like, You figure out what, this, what you actually want to do and you start pursuing it, right? Then you got to start learning these things and create patterns to make it so it becomes easier you practice, and you practice, and you practice, and you practice. 10,000 hours of practice. To this thing has such a good pattern. That you can snap it anytime you want, right? And we have to silence this lizard. Because every level, it doesn't matter where you're at, it's going to be talking to you and talking you down. Why you're not good enough. Why you're not smart enough. Why you're not strong enough. Okay? If you can do that, then you can start being successful. Okay? Because now you have control of your mind and your brain and how things work. Okay? So this is how we win. We're on this elephant. Right? The monkey's taking us this way, saying, come over here, come over here, follow faith, take faith, take faith in this thing. And the religion is like, no, come over here. I want you to be a drifter, why don't you to hang out? Now, this is something you guys understand. Most of the people in your life, and they're amazing, great people, I'm sure, but most people in your life, from school, from friends, things like that, they are not driven. Most of society are drifters. Okay? So what happens? You're gonna come to an event like this, and we're gonna have so much fun and we talk about these things, you get fired up, like I'm gonna take over the world. And then you're guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna get home and your friends are gonna see you, and like, man, you're so excited, this is awesome. That's what you're gonna think, they're gonna say instead they're gonna be like, why are you doing that? Like, that's not cool. Like, come on, like, you shouldn't work that hard. You're going to be fine. Let's go watch Netflix. Let's go chill. Let's go hang out. Let's go do whatever. And you're like, but I was, like, so excited. But guess what happens? They don't always want you to be excited. One of the weirdest things to me when I started having success, I thought that when I had success, everyone else was going to celebrate with me. I was like, oh, they're going to be so excited. They're to see what I'm doing. But guess what didn't happen? They weren't excited. They're like, Russell, why, why are you doing this? You're changing. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to figure things out. No, no, like, let's go hang out. Let's go out to eat. Let's go do these things. Right? The people around you don't want you to change because they want you to be like them. And so you're going to notice as you start going out there trying to be successful and trying to go out there. Right? Your friends aren't going to want you, and so there's this us versus them. Right? And We want you guys to be part of a group of people who are driven. Right? That's why we want to do this event. We're going to have, um, on two days now, we're going to be a mastermind. You kids are going to be masterminding together, hanging out together, because I want you guys to be building a tribe together. Because right? when you go home from this event, there's going to be a lot of people in your, in your life, in your world, who aren't going to be like you. They're not going to be excited. They're not going to want to be driven. And if you're not careful, you're gonna slip back into those patterns, right? But everyone you guys here are capable of so much more, you gotta be protective of it.